Hello. Hey, what's going on? What's up, Battle? How are you? Good, brother. How about yourself? Um, I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream, man. I can tell, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I I can't complain. I, it was retirement was a big decision, but I mean, it's it was it was it was time, and now I'm out here looking at mountains, recording a podcast with you. So I love it, man. I love it. Can't complain. Can't complain. How's uh y'all on summer summer break right now with RTC? Yeah, we're on summer break. Tech. I mean, uh, my kids, yeah, they've been out for a while. I got actually, I have to leave in a couple of days to go out to Fort Knox for cadet summer training. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'll be out at Knox for a little bit over a month, about five or six weeks. Nice. And then I'll come back and have to hit the ground running again. We start school September, so. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I know, uh, so my nephew, I don't know if uh, if you saw any of my posts, my nephew just uh, got an acceptance and started um, – day one at uh at west point oh yeah yeah i did i, I did see that that's gonna be pretty interesting i know they, they go through a tough process of, over there like their summer intake oh yeah so I, they go through this uh it's like a six week they're like six week introduction it's called like beast oh, it's okay. like it's like zero contact with the outside world like no phone calls no letters nothing for the first six weeks wow so it's crazy yeah, we have um one of our one of our cadre here. He went to West Point, and he was telling me about it. I'm like, uh, anybody who goes there and goes through that, more power to them. Like, because I don't think I could do it. That's crazy. It I'm, is. I'm, it I'm, is. I'm interested to to hear from him to see how the first six six weeks went. So once that's over, though, like he like, what's up? Hear me? Yeah, now I can. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened then. Yeah, he was telling me though, like after that first six weeks, their whole first year of being on campus, they can't even hold a conversation outside. Like if they want to talk to somebody, they have to get their attention, take them inside of one of the buildings to talk to them. Really? Yeah, it was like ridiculous, like crazy. Wow. I mean, I'm interested to 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 see if that's still the case. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, well, this guy he's in that old. He only graduated a few years ago, so. And they don't right. call them like whatever they call them plebes or something like that from like back yep. in the Roman times, yeah. Yeah, plebes. Yep. Yep. That's their whole first year. When you're a plebe, you can't like talk outside, and there's a bunch of different crazy rules that I I, I couldn't even imagine. That's that's nuts. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited for them. So got some I got some pretty awesome nieces and nephews all around. Yeah, that is awesome. So. An awesome accomplishment. I know I get um because here in ROTC we get a lot of the guys that don't make it into the academy. <laughs> yep. So they they had their uh their oath <clears throat> they call it their uh their oath ceremony for the class of twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the admissions department. So for this school year they had thirteen thousand applications. Wow. And the beginning class for twenty twenty three is twelve hundred and one. Yep, they don't do more normally around twelve hundred. That's about all they take every year. So from thirteen thousand whittled down to twelve hundred one. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's less than ten percent selection. <laughs> yep. All right, so you ready to do this? Let's do it, man. Let's get it. We've been gone a while.
have we have been we have been but busy productive busy. so welcome back to greatness and fitness the Roderick and Cornelius discussion I think it's more my fault than it is yours that we've been going and off the air for a while but battle how are you battle how you doing I'm doing good brother what about yourself I'm doing can't complain can't complain so texted you earlier right um want to talk about goal setting its importance and maybe some right and wrong ways to to go about goal setting regardless of what those goals are so i want to preface this conversation by saying that you and i haven't discussed our own theories and opinions on goal setting yes we have not no so and i i think that's important for our, our listeners to know that these conversations are raw they're unedited we don't go over cliff notes with each other, so you're getting our raw, unadulterated opinion, regardless if we agree or not. This is true. So, so what I want to kind of do today is not necessarily focus on um, one aspect of goal setting, um, but I kind of want to break it down uh, through a fitness lens. Mm-hmm. And then a life lens, meaning, okay. all right, I want to, you know, I want to deadlift 400 pounds by the end of the year, you know, fitness goal related, or I want to retire or I want to put 10,000 in my 401k this year. Okay. Right. So you, you, both you and I have a, a lens to kind of look through and to to discuss and feed off of each other. Okay. I totally understand. So, um so let's kick it off. Um I think we 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 discussed a couple podcasts ago about um new year's resolutions and how, you know, I think it's like a crazy number, 75 80% Right. have already quit their New Year's resolutions by mid-February. Yeah, I'm sure it's even worse now. I wonder how many they take statistics in the middle of the year to figure out how many people are still on it. Yeah. You know what? That's a good... So if you're listening to this podcast, if you are still on your New New Year's resolution, if you're still doing it, even if you missed a day here, here or there, no big deal. If you fall off the wagon, you got back on, leave, leave us a comment. Let, let, let us know what your New Year's resolution is, if you want to share that and let us know if you're still still going strong for your New Year's resolution. I'm interested to see see the comments. Yeah, and me too. That'd be, that'd be definitely interesting to see. So we're not talking about resolutions. I think it's ironic we're about halfway through the year. Um, mm-hmm. But let's talk about goals. So you want to, you want me to start or do you want to go first? Um, I can start. I think that, um, I think definitely goal setting is important. Um, but not only to say a goal out loud, but to make sure that you write down your goals and, um, use it as a, I don't, I don't, people might not understand like military terminology, but like maybe as an, like as a, as a, as a a point to get to. And that way, whenever you're going along the path, you can check your azimuth to see if, uh, you're still going in the right direction, you know, 
So once you make that goal, making sure that you plan out the route in which to get there, right? So setting small, maybe smaller goals in order to help you along the way, that'll eventually help you get to like that overall goal. So goal setting is very important and uh, it, 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 it does something to the, to the psyche, I guess, at least when it, when it comes to me making sure in my brain that um, it kind of holds me more accountable, like I said, when I write it down and it keeps me on track. So that way I can always go back and check to see if I'm still heading towards what I said I was going to do. Yeah. And I, it, and on that point, I absolutely agree. I think, um, you know, we have, you know, three different learning modalities, right? Tactile, kinesthetic, mm-hmm. um, audio and visual. But I, I think it's important. I don't care who you are. I think that if you write it down, right, you're seeing it, you're saying it out loud and it's not just a random thought that enters your head throughout the day. Right. Yeah, I agreed, hundred percent. So let me ask you a question. So I think that it's important to set lofty goals, um, even if it's just a single goal. Right? Mm-hmm. right now, let's say I'm squatting 135 pounds. Right, that's my one rep max. Okay. Right, that's much as I can do for one single rep. I think setting a goal of 185 is selling yourself short. Right. I would, I, I would, yeah. I think you need to set a lofty goal, right? I want to squat 250. I want to squat, you know, I want to squat three, three plates on each side, you know, trying to, mm. trying to put three slabs on each side, you know, set those lofty goals. Cause right. in my mind, what I think is that I haven't met a person yet in almost 10 years of, of training and almost in over 21 years of being in the army Mm -hmm. that gives themselves enough credit. I think, I think by nature people are mentally stronger than they give themselves credit for. I agree with that for sure. People always sell themselves. No one's harder on you than you sit than you are yourself. Right. People always sell themselves short. Absolutely. So, um, I, I think it's important. Um, so let, let's start from there, setting that lofty goal. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Cornelius, um, you're talking to a new client, a new individual. Somebody reached out to you for some, some personal life experience and life help, some mentorship. All right, mm-hmm. I set a lofty goal, right? 12-month goal, what next? What do I do? Um, so after you make that lofty goal, um, I feel like you have to make a plan in order to get there. Yeah. So you have to start out and figure out um, maybe benchmarks to help you get towards your goal. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so here's – so I want to put a slight twist on writing it down. So mm-hmm. I, I think you should write down that lofty goal, right? Maybe put a time frame on it, right? Give yourself six months, 12 months, whatever the case may be. Hey, I haven't run more than from my house to the mailbox in the last eight years. I want to run a marathon. Mm. Cool, right? One, let's be challenging, but let's also be realistic. Okay. If it's July 2nd and I haven't, you know, raised my heart rate more than walking to the mailbox and back, in the last seven years, you're not running a marathon on August 1st. 
Yeah, that's not going to happen. Right. It's could you possibly physically do it? Maybe if you're mentally strong enough. But if we want to have a good personal showing, mm-hmm. yeah, that's unrealistic. Let, let's set a realistic goal. Mm-hmm. Now, challenge-wise, I think it's doable in three months. You think that someone could go from zero to a marathon in three months? I, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Because I, I, I think, one, well, here, let me back up. I think going from nothing from couch to marathon in three months is doable if you know you have the self-discipline. Okay. Right. So, and, and that, that's the other thing. Write down the goal. Write down a challenging but realistic time frame. And then fold that piece of paper up, put it in the drawer. Mm-hmm. Now, here's why I say that. Now, you say, well, Robert, you just said you can see it. You know, it's not a daily lofty thought. You're right. But write it down, fold it up, put it in the drawer. Now, what can I do right now today to get me one step closer to that goal? You got to get outside right. and run. <laughs> you you got to get outside and run. Right. I don't, I don't care if it's 400 meters. I don't care if it's a mile. But are you the type of person that's going to get up Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, set a mm-hmm. time frame, and I'm going to run for 20 minutes every day for the first, for the first week? Mm. I don't care if I had a bad day at work. I don't care if I got in an argument with my wife. I don't care if you know, I'm hungry, tired, sleepy, hungry, dopey, happy. Right. I'm getting up today and I'm going to run. And then tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to go run. And I don't care what happens. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go run. And I'm going to run some type of distance or some type of time frame every single day for the next three months. Okay. Now, if, if you're not that disciplined, right, then we adjust the expectation. Right. So I, I read a study somewhere, and I'm, I may be way off because it was a long time ago. I read a study somewhere that throughout the day, an individual r- roughly has 250 to 300 choices they make every single day. Okay. They have a decision, uh, roughly between 250 to 300 decision points every single day. And it starts from the moment your alarm goes off. Decision one, do you get up or do you hit the snooze button? Mm. Right. So before you even got out of bed, you have a decision to make. Right. And then it just progresses from there. Do I, I, I work on the fourth floor. Do I take the elevator or do I walk up the stairs? So, I mean, you got four or five choices before you even get the car to go to work. Do I get up or do I hit the snooze button? Do I get up, put my shoes on and run out the door? Or do I sit around and mull around the house a little bit before I put my shoes on? And now I've wasted 10 minutes. So now my 30 minute run is only 20 minutes. I can't be late for work. And then that train of good choices compounds and builds. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, the last thing I heard, you, you was talking about the, about the, uh, the compounding choices. Like once you make one choice, then at least yep. the next. And so I was trying yeah. to exp- explain about like the, the guys that you, every day get up and make your bed in the morning, you know? Um, the, Navy, the Navy SEAL commander. Right, right. Yep. Make your bed every day because that first win, you know, that first conscious decision to do what you said you were going to do and stick to it, 
you know, compounds and makes all your other decisions a little bit easier once you get that first win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, you know, let's go back to that 400-pound deadlift. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deadlift. I can only deadlift 135. I'm going to deadlift 400 pounds by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Cool. Write it down. You gave yourself a six-month goal. 400-pound deadlift, six months. Read it, fold it up, put it in the drawer, and then forget about it. Yeah. And I say, for, I say forget about it because let's say I go into the gym today, right, and I t- I'm tired. I didn't eat well, whatever the case may be. Don't have a good training day. So I didn't hit. I didn't hit my five by five at seventy five percent like I wanted to. Mm. So now, so now I'm demoralized, right? Because I had a bad training day. Okay. Or more um, on the flip side of that, instead of telling yourself you had a bad day, did you lift today? Yes. Well, then we we made it one. We did something today to get us closer to our goal. Uh, I right? get what so you're saying. Right. So I, I think people set and I think it's important to set goals. I agree with you that it's important to chop down that goal into smaller attainable segments. You know, mm-hmm. they say, how do you how do you eat an elephant? Yeah, one bite at a time, one bite at a time. Right. So. But I think people forget to focus on or give themselves credit for the process of getting to that goal. Mm. So if your goal is to go in and do a five by five at seventy five percent four days a week, but now we maybe have a hamstring strain or we just didn't eat properly, so our body doesn't have the energy, but did you lift? Yes. Okay. So making a conscious effort to get into the gym and lift every day, or making a conscious effort to get out and run every day, regardless of time or distance. If we don't hit that daily goal, but did we run? Mm. Am I making Am I making sense? All right, I understand what you're saying. So I, I think for somebody that you know fitness related, did you do something today to get you to that goal? Mm. So even if it might not have been what you had planned, did you do? Did you at least make progress? Did you do something? Like I get right. what you're saying. So not being so hard on yourself to say I didn't make this, but I did do something today to help help me. Right, and and the and this is kind of for that person that's just starting out on their fitness journey, or somebody mm-hmm. that's just starting out saving, or you know you're you're an amazing public speaker, right? Okay. Um, let's say somebody has a goal of becoming a motivational speaker, and I know we talked about the past. We don't want to cornhole you into into to one brand right um but let's say somebody wants to do public speaking but they're scared to death Mm -hmm. did you go out and say hi to a stranger today i i get what you're saying just building on it exponentially right all right um so and and that's just what what are you doing today what did i do right now in this moment to make myself better Mm. um I, th- I think too often in goal setting and, a, and working through that daily process is we let outside things that we have no influence or control over right. determine, determine our progress for that day. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. So many times you people, I mean, even I'm guilty myself sometimes, like, you know, letting one small thing 
mess up my mojo for the rest of the day. My whole energy shot. Right. I don't want to do and, nothing. And there's nobody out there that can say, nope, I don't let any outside influences that I can't control affect me. You right. lie. Yeah, they now, definitely be lying. No, the problem is, did you have a bad drive to work? Bad, bad drive to work. Got to cut you off. Traffic. There was an accident. Whatever the case may be. More times than not, that's going to put anybody in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Now, did that bad mood last for three and a half minutes, or did that bad mood last the entire day? Hmm. That's where that control aspect comes in. Am I going to allow this to ruin two minutes of my day, or am I going to allow it to ruin the entire day? And now I haven't done what I need to do to put myself closer to that goal. Wow. Now you got to learn to to check that as fast as possible so you can continue about what you overall tried to get to. Right. Um, and I, when we're, as, while we're talking about goals, um, I think it's important to set specifics. Mm. Um, for example... New Year's resolution or goal. All right, I want to be healthier and be more in shape. Yeah, that's cool. too broad. Yeah, those are that. That's good, right? Everybody should be healthier, right? Mm-hmm. Should be in shape. Should eat. Should eat. You know, healthier. But what does that look like on a daily basis? It's going to be subjective to each person. Everybody's different. Right. Exactly. Um. You know, eat healthier. Okay. Do you? Wake up every morning and have a toast of strudel and a cup of coffee. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So what? So what are we? What are we doing to change your breakfast? I, I don't care about lunch. I don't care about dinner. I don't care about you know your macro diet plan that you want to get to in six months. Mm-hmm. Let's start a breakfast. You know, add in a, a, a few eggs. Add in an apple. Add in a banana. You like your coffee? Cool. Rock it, rock it out. But let's add something that's going to eventually replace that toaster strudel. Ah, uh, you see what I mean? I see what you're saying. But so toast, toaster strudels are delicious. They are. They are. <laughs> but but you know what else is delicious? Not being in, not being in a nursing home when you're 70 years old. This is true. It's funny I say that because I can't even remember the last time I bought a toaster strudel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got I got a seven year old and a nine year old stepson. I, I I there there's a little give and take. My so, my kids don't even eat them. They they I, I I let them get so so here's here's my rule as as a dad is that when I go grocery shopping, you get to pick out one item. Mm. I don't care what it is. All right. Do you want Lucky Charms or you want a bag of chips or you want um, Little Debbie's cream pies? Man, I love those things. Oh, yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> you, want, you want a Little Debbie cream pie? Cool. All right, but that is your snack until I go shopping again, which mm-hmm. usually isn't every week. It's probably every week and a half to two weeks. Yeah. And I don't tell them no. But everything else, mm-hmm. I decide what you eat. Okay. Yeah. That, that's their that's their one little treat. That's their one little escape. Whether it be their Lucky Charm cereal or um, a little pint of ice cream or whatever the case may be. But then everything else, especially lunch and dinner, everything else is whole, unprocessed, home cooked food. Mm. Yeah. 
Just a little bit. I mean, kids still have to be kids a little bit, I think. Right, right. No, for sure. So, but yeah. So let, let's focus on what can I do right now to put myself in a better position towards my goal. Mm. It, doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be huge. You know, let's go back to that saving 10000 a year. What can I right. do today to put myself closer to that goal? All right. Well, on the on my morning drive in, instead of stopping at Starbucks and spending eight bucks on a cup of coffee, I'm gonna put some Folgers in my cure in my coffee pot. I'm gonna make my own coffee, and that five bucks I'm gonna put in an envelope and deposit that in the bank. Mm. Right. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. You know, you. I I I think a monthly budget is good, and my wife and I sit down and we we write down our monthly budget, mm-hmm. so we know where our money's going. But you know, the, these lofty goals are lofty for a reason, because now we have to decide what we're going to do every single day, decision and choice by choice throughout the day, to get to that point. Right. And then eventually they compound to where you can. Even if you don't reach it, you're still improving yourself day by day. Exactly, and the, and those things build. And once right. that train, once that train starts going, it's a hell of a lot harder to stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's take let's take um, a recovering alcoholic. Okay, right. that recovering alcoholic that hasn't had a drink in two months. Right, going to a party may be a little bit more difficult than that recovering alcoholic that hasn't had a drink in 22 years. This is true. Because that habit is built. And looking at a drink and saying, man, I haven't had a drink in 22 years. Do I want to... Am I going to throw that away? Am I going to waste the last more than two decades of my life by having one drink? Versus I haven't had a drink in a week. That Now that decision becomes exponentially harder. Right. Right. So if we slowly build that train and slowly add coal to that fire as that train picks up steam, mm-hmm. now those daily decisions, all right, those are your small pieces of coal thrown into that train. Right. right. So each decision throughout the day, right, adds coal to that fire and that train picks up steam, picks up speed with each decision we make. Or we make a bad decision and we don't put any coal in fire. Now we slowed ourselves down, mm. which is okay. Right. It you're happened. Gonna, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're going to have, you're going to have that, you know, that piece of cake at that birthday party. You know, you're, you're going to hit that snooze button one too many times and not be able to go work out, mm. you know, accept it, it, figure out what happened, why it happened. Get back on that train. Right. But it don't dwell on it. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be the end of your goal seeking process, right? So, like I said, I, th- I think we both agree. We're going to recap real quick and wrap this up. Okay, I think we both agree. A first thing you got to do is set a lofty but realistic goal and write it down. Yep. Yep. B break that down into individual or sub goals that are obtainable and mm-hmm. and C make a decision every single day well one both the lofty goal and the sub goals 
have to be specific. They can't be vague. Yeah, you got to make specific goals. And C, treat each decision as adding coal every single day to that train that is getting you towards your eventual end goal. Right. To me, that's a recipe for success. I agree. I, th- I think for sure that you do those things that you will get there. Anybody, Absolutely. anybody can Absolutely. accomplish what they want. Absolutely. hundred percent agree. All right, brother, man. You want to call it there? Man. This thing keeps acting up. If you're listening, I apologize. Don't know why it keeps cutting out. Can you hear me now? Yep. All right. Yeah, I was just saying that if you're listening out there, every single day, take those small steps to get to where you want to go. Because, like you said, they compound exponentially. And how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's it. I'm Robert Camp for E28 Fitness. You can find me on Instagram at E28 Fitness. My partner in crime is Cornelius Deloach. You can find him at Getting to Greatness. Yes, both sir. Of us are on, both, of, both of us are on Instagram. We got any questions? I'm sure I can speak for Cornelius is that we will get back to you as quickly as we possibly can. We are an open resource for you. Anytime. All right, brother, man. All right, brother. T- be safe. All right, you too. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, bye. Later. Thank you.